Welcome to the third and final part of our three-part series interviewing former FBI agent and author John Douglas. You can find parts one and two at our website, ontariospca.ca slash podcasts. That's spelled P-A-W-D-C-A-S-T-S. Please be aware that this episode of Animals Voice Podcast contains stories and content which may be graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. You've used some terms that I'm familiar with because uh, I watch certain television shows. And you and I were talking about this before you came yeah. on air, and I made a joke about having watched Criminal Minds. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Tell me your impression as the real deal yeah. when you see the way Hollywood portrays the FBI, FBI you know, criminal profiling. Yeah. Are they way off base? Have they just glitzed yeah. it up? Or yeah. do they have moments where they get it right? Yeah. If you talk to them, because they have some uh, an FBI uh, advisor, and, if, and I know him, but if you talk to him, he'll say, oh, it really, it follows everything right down to the T. Well, no, no, no. It doesn't follow everything right down to T. First of all, it's, it's the cops who are going to solve the case. The police are going to solve the case. We're not going to be, you know, kicking down, you know, any any doors and doing that stuff. We do it as agents, but not when you come back to the unit. Now, you are a coach. You're a coach, and you go in there, and you're motivated. You're a cheerleader, and uh, and uh, there are times when cops don't like you. They don't. They don't want you. Particularly in the old days, you know, who is this guy telling us what to do? But you'll see it even now, uh, depending on, on the uh, on the department. So there's there's uh, you know there's uh, none of that. They don't have any of this fancy dancy technology, uh, you, know, or, you know, flashing things up and you know, automated stuff. It, you know, it's all it, it's all up in, you know, in, in your your brain. So it, uh, when it first came out, when criminal, they've used all my books uh, without paying me a cent. Uh, yeah. They've used every single one of them. Uh, they changed some of the characters, but they had that. Is it, who was the first actor? Patinkin. Yeah, Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. yeah. And lo and behold, and other shows have done it too. Here is this this guru guy. And there's something wrong with it. They're afraid. The young one's afraid because he's had some. He got sick. He got some kind of breakdown. Right. Some, well, I wonder who that is. I wonder who, <laughs> that, who that. I wonder who that person <laughs> it was. Sounded yeah, familiar sounds to Sounds familiar you. to me because well. I'm the guy who was in the hospital. You know. So they. So they. Uh, they all seem. You know. Seem to. Ha- uh, to have that. But. But no. And what. What they really. Uh, uh, HBO. And, and, and there's another. I can't tell you who it is uh, now. But uh, is interested. They've had it for three years now, and it's going to go. It looks like it's going to go to this other venue, a uh, very, very popular uh, cable, um, and they want to. They, they do Mindhunter, but what they like about it is my dysfunctional life. They, they like. They they want it. If, if you've seen The Sopranos, The Sopranos is just like. In a way, it's like me. Uh, the, he had the organized fran, uh, organized crime family. I have the FBI organized crime family. Yeah. You know, and, and these guys like me. But there's guys that hate me because this guy's getting all this attention. And he's getting all this power. He doesn't necessarily, necessarily has the rank. Mm-hmm. He didn't go out and become inspector and all that stuff. But here he is. He's on all these top cases. But they can't stop him. We can't stop him because they request to come in from police departments all over the country, you know, and you know, and and uh, and, and he's getting these awards and and these accolades. And, and anytime I mess up, they're right there to, to try to you know to try to uh, you know to zing me. So I have that. So they have my own family. It causes major problems, like I told you, with the the cutting of the hand, and, and then when my daughters are dating, uh, dating, and, and oh, forget, oh, forget it, forget about, <laughs> forget about it. And then I mean, it's just, it just, I just, I, I, 
I drive. It's stressful crazy. enough for, for like a child to bring oh. home their first boyfriend oh. or girlfriend. Oh no! Oh, they, they, this is my dad, the they, FBI they, profile. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they're not happy. They're shit. If I, but I'll tell you, I, my, I think my wife. I think I made her half uh, nuts because she's worse than I am. Because uh, we had my, my oldest daughter, Erica, had a, a boy came over the house one time. And came in. He looked all right. But you can't go by looks. So you know, come on in. Yeah. So uh, uh, what my wife had to do was offered her, offer him a drink. Okay. Not because he was thirsty. He didn't really want a drink. No, you're having a drink. She wanted to get his, his latent fingerprints. Because <laughs> this was before DNA. This, okay, today so would be great. Today would be DNA. DNA. It would be easier. But no, we want latent prints. Got to get latent prints off that can, oh. can of soda. So then it would be something. Oh, the way they make these pictures on drivers licenses, you know, oh, look, look at mine, it's so horrible. Let's see yours. Let's see yours. <laughs> you know, so, so then we got that. So we got the driver's license. The easy part is you got, uh, you got the, uh, the the license plate yeah. on the car. Then yeah. you got, so, you, so you got three things, and then you got the firm handshake as he goes out the door where you try to break his break his knuckle <laughs> before it goes, goes out there. So you, you do you do stuff like that. But yeah, my wife was, uh, was because a lot of times I was gone. You see, I'm, I'm gone. Uh, I was gone like a hundred and sometimes fifty days a year. Okay. And, 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 and Alone, bouncing around. Here, my wife was with two young children, two young children, and and handling everything. And we were out in the country, and and they know these crazies that, that are out there. That you know, I have, there are certain ones that are in prison now. If they get out, they're supposed to let me know because yeah. they're not happy that I was responsible for getting them in prison. So, you know, here, and she was like five years younger, younger than I was when I joined. Like I said, I was I was 25. She was just turned 21, uh, 21 years of age. So. It's it's hard. So they they like that. So you have that. And then I had post traumatic stress disorder, and I nearly died. Post traumatic stress disorder. I had to go, you know, see, uh, you know, shrink, uh, uh, to, to, just to, you know, to go talk over, you know, uh, because of all the stress I was under. And he said, John, he said, and uh, but what happens? When I go to the shrink. I go to the shrink because I, I know. I mean, I I, I taught psychologists. And I'm, I, I'm a doctor's in education, but I know psychology. He starts telling me his problems. He starts telling me about it. he's got high cholesterol. He starts telling me he's trying to sell his house and and and, he's, and, and the difficulty that he's having. And so here I am. I, I live south of, of Washington D.C. But and I got to drive 50 miles. And by the time I get in there, you know, I got road rage. I I, I, I want to kill somebody. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so I so. I, so his wife calls me up one day and says, John says, you know, Bill, you know, where are you? Where are you? I, I really can't do it. I mean, I, I just, it, this the drive, I'm feeling much better. Just this drive, I'm ready to kill somebody when I get there. He said, yeah, but Bill really enjoys talking. Did you really help Bill? You know, and he feels so much better. You know, and, and yeah, I'm the guy paying Bill. Yeah, you're paying Bill, but you're helping. Yeah, I'm, yeah, so yeah, then it was like 75 bucks, uh, 75 bucks an hour. But, uh, but so getting back to whether it's this network, whatever's good to be, yeah. they like that. They, 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 <laughs> They like it. It, it really. It, that's the way it really. It really is. Mm -hmm. and, and and you don't solve every case. And it's not the. It's not you. It's the police are going to solve. You know, solve the case. You, like I said, you're going. You're going to reshape an investigation. What is true though? Again, is I've been on cases or big big cases where you look in the audience and cops. Pfft, you know, they just, you know, what is this BS, you know, they're looking at you. And particularly 
when I was developing this. And they, you know, they, well, I was going to say, because with your credentials, I, I find it amazing anyone would nah, be skeptical nah, of listening to you. Because yeah, you could be uh, the chief of police who went to the FBI National Academy and, and you took a course from us, and then you go back and you want to use it in one of your classes. So you're invited to go you know, speak to a particular department. But that doesn't mean he's going to be there. You could be working with the detectives. Yeah. You know, and they, and then so then you got a whole new psychology again. You got how to so, you know, make these guys believe that you know you're you're here to help them. You're not here to steal their case. I don't want your case. But sometimes they're afraid. They they may have made mistakes. Yeah. You're going to make fun of them, uh, or you're going to hate the case. You're going to run with it and be, you know, hey, look at us, how great we are. And and, and I never did that. And and so I, I created a program that became a unit where there were times where these departments all over, including Canada, OPP, RCMP, Toronto, they would contact, directly t contact my unit, where I told them, no, you have to go through the local FBI, you have to go this way, and I don't want to deal with them, you know, and, and but you have to do it, you have, you have to do it, because they, they, they know that we, we were operational, headquarters is administrative, yeah. you know, you yeah. got to turn in this paperwork, you know, we're, we're operational. Okay. You mentioned a few of your um, cases that I think uh, are very well known, you know, whether it be BTK, uh, the Atlanta child murders. When you were telling me about the homicidal triangle and you referenced animal cruelty, can you uh, tell us about any of those cases that our listeners may have top of mind familiarity with where animal cruelty was a precursor? Yeah, I just, uh, well, they may not know about it. There's one called the Happy Face Killer. I just, uh, he was a serial killer in the Pacific Northwest. I just interviewed his daughter at the beginning of the year, because uh, I want to use her for this, this next book. And uh, he, he would take her, she had kittens, he would take her kittens and then string them up on a clothesline alive and let them just hang there, just hang there, just, you know, just to be, not only just cruel, but just to show his dominance, his power, power over, over, his, uh, over his daughter. God. Plus his, oh, and, and I said, what about, where was your mother when all this was going on? And the mother was very, very passive, and she, and she was the victim of, uh, of domestic violence at home, so she kept, kept her mouth, uh, uh, you know, shut. Uh, I mean, it's, it's been almost every single one of them. Really? Has, it's, it's that prevalent? Well, I'll mention this, I'll mention this case in here. I did a, I did a program for MSNBC, and uh, this guy killed 75 hospital patients in Ohio area. 75, I was involved in the event. And then I went in to interview him with MSNB following me. And um, I, he killed uh, cats. And then he's telling me, I, 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 it's the question, just, did you ever, ever uh, do anything hurt animals? Right? And, he, and he says, well, I said, I did. I said, I, I, I killed that. Two cats, I cut their throat. And then I, I got, there was this farmer, you know, where we lived, he had a cow, and I didn't like this guy, this guy, so I, I cut the cow's throat, I cut the cow's throat, and he killed them, and, but that, that's all I did. So, that's so, all I did. So, so my, 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 so, so MSNBC is watching, my, you know, they, they didn't like my response, because I, I said, so well, I said, that's, that's, quite a, that's quite a lot, you know, and I have like a smile. The only reason I'm doing this is I, I got to get him to talk. I want, I'm not going to say, oh, you ass. Yeah, he's going to clam up and stop talking yeah. if, if you react yeah, poorly. Yeah, right? yeah, so, I mean, so, although, I mean, that was one that would always, always would pop up. And for different reasons. Sometimes it would be retaliation, you know, like a, a boyfriend breaks up, knows the girl has a cat or dog or something goes, and then she comes home like for a date, and the dog is stringing up on, strung up on, on a porch. Yeah. I mean, you see, think, you know, you think, see things along uh, along those lines. So, I, I mean, listening to you and and categorizing it before today, I, I'm not sure I had connected the dots in my head that you know the homicidal homicidal triangle 
includes animal cruelty, and I think about our officers that are out on the road that are policing animal cruelty, and it's what we do. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like our officers are playing an important role in maybe helping identify uh, and yeah. hopefully put a stop to people and certainly noting who those yeah. people are uh, so that, uh, you know, maybe we're intervening uh, yeah. early on. Plus, uh, when you see that, they're, 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 uh, you may be saying something like that's, that's a result of something else going on in that household. Yeah. There, that there's something else. There's, there is some other types of cruelty going on within the household. This pet is an extension of it, but but it could be the child who lives in that house, the the wife who lives who lives in the house. There's, there's abuse, neglect, uh, you know, going on, you know, within that. You're just seeing this. The uh, the animal it just doesn't end there. Right. And it isn't a. Again, it's changed over the years, but uh, but years ago it was all like considered nuisance offenses. I mean, even from like exhibitionism, things like that, nuisance. No, no. We these are all. You know, precursors to some, you know, something, something bigger. Something, something bigger. Yeah, and yeah. You, ha you have to. You just can't turn your your back, to, uh, you know, to it. And then, so it's how do you investigate? And and it's, what's interesting is, is, you know, no one's ever come to me and say, John, investigate a serial uh, animal case or whatever, whatever like that. I could do it. I, I could have done research. And I could. I could do it. And I think I know how to do it to figure out the who done it of it. Because it, it'll be the same. Because because how you look at it, it's like the, the nature of the beast, the nature of the perpetrator is to perpetrate a crime generally close to where they live first, where they live, where where they're employed, and and you'll see a cluster. You'll see a cluster of cases like that. And as the person. Um, uh, for whatever reason, if he may get scared away from the cluster, that there was an investigation, he may have been interviewed, and then, but he won't stop. But now you'll see something, you know, over here that, where the offender may move. But the place to look, you know, is you know, is back. If you can determine which was the which was the first one, yeah. and and uh, and then how you look at it, it, it would be yes, this is interesting because if it was say it was say and this is how you do it. If it's a a person who was killed, the most important criteria is called victimology. Victimology, and why? Why was this victim the victim of this violent crime? So let's do it this way: if it's an animal, you have to do an victimology on the animal. You do victimology. Why? Why this animal? Why? Why was the animal killed in, in this fashion? What is the association between this animal and? Is there anyone this animals associated with in this, you know, in this area, in this community? And because that's the way you do it, and, and that's the way I probably would work. That it would be, the, it would be the same, the same way. Same principles. And then, and you may find the same principles where, as you're knocking on doors, doing an investigation, someone may uh, inject themselves into the investigation to provide information, which is going to be bogus information. They're looking for information, or they think they're so, so you know, good at what they do that they, you know. Look at these jerks! They don't even know I'm, I'm providing bogus information, and I'm the guy. I'm the guy that they're looking for. Or I could maybe develop a proactive technique to try to flush this guy and, and cause him to inject himself into the uh, into the investigation by putting certain information out in in, uh, in newspapers, working with an investigative reporter, okay. you know, stuff like that. Jeez, uh, I just my head is spinning. I think I could spend three hours talking to you. Um, you, you referenced uh, some of your books. I'd like you to you know tell us the names of them. I, I'm imagining after this discussion, I can't remember them. Some of them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, but I'll tell you the. Where, where can we find your book? I think that's. Well, that's all on uh, on Amazon. Okay. I have a website, uh, Mindhunters Inc. Dot com. Oh, if they just Google my name, they'll John Douglas. They'll, they'll go to the, the site. Mm -hmm. um, the first book, Mine Hunter, that's the one they're looking to make into a, 
a TV series, but uh, that was a New York Times number one bestseller. It was even number one up here mm -hmm. in Canada, and in hardcover and paperback. And then there was one uh, next one, Obsession. That, uh, that if, if it's good for women, particularly if they've been victimized by rape or if they've been stalked, stalking. That was uh, you know Obsession. I have Anatomy Motive. Is it gets more into animal cruelty, it gets yeah. into arson bombings, all those uh, kind of cases. I do cases that haunt us, that, that looks like cases like O.J. Simpson. I'll probably mention him today. I was involved in the O.J. Simpson case. You were in involved the, in O.J. Yeah, yeah, in the civil case against him. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'll probably mention uh, you know, him today, John Benet Ramsey. You know, I was brought in uh, by the family uh, and uh, the, for the Ramseys, thinking that they did it. They did not do that crime. Uh, so the, my current book right now, I update... Uh, I'm involved in the Amanda Knox case in Italy. Yeah. I'm, I'm involved with that one. Uh, involved with uh, uh, the West Memphis Three. I helped free three guys out yeah, of prison. Yeah, very familiar uh, with that yeah, story. Yeah, Damien Eccles and uh, HBO did a series, Paradise Lost. But I'm in a series with Peter Jackson did called West of Memphis. Okay. And, and uh, it's called West of Memphis. And it's pretty good because we do an experiment to show uh, the forensics of that, that how a knife... Uh, was not used to kill those kids, and the, and the forensic pathologist uh, testified that there was a knife used. They totally botched the, uh, you know, the case. So, so um, in that case, I have yeah that case. Knox is in there. Ramsey in there. Updates, you know, some other one. And then I have cases where I believe forensic was so wrong that they executed a man in uh, in Texas in, uh, using the wrong forensics and an arson in investigation. So I got that one there. And then I, I have another one where uh, Vanderbilt University brought me over uh, to, to do a kind of a debate with author Scott Turow, former prosecutor out of uh, Illinois. He was going to be pro uh, against the death penalty, and they wanted me to be for it. And I said, no, I'm not going to be for it. I said, but, I, I, but I'm going to present a case to you. I, I want to show you a case that I did here in your state. And, uh, and, and uh, you're not going to show pictures, aren't you? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to show pictures of the crime scene because the family wants me to show pictures of the crime scene. This guy was up for parole. He's been in prison longer than, than Suzanne Collins, the victim, has lived her life. She died at 19 years of age. This guy's, this guy's been in prison 21 years on death row. And, and so I went and I showed, I showed all those uh, pictures uh, of that case. That was uh, interesting. And that's in... That's in the current book, okay. uh, you know, as as well. So, I, yeah, done a book. I'm working on another one, another one too. They, you know, they're keeping yeah. you busy, huh? Right, yeah, I'm gonna be wearing that blue chiffon dress pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, author and and former FBI special agent John Douglas, uh, a fascinating Animals Voice broadcast that we're wrapping up here. Thank you so much for spending time oh, sharing you. with us, and thank you for being a part of our educational conference. Uh, I, you know, getting the sneak peek before the rest of the conference. I can't wait to watch the reaction around the room as you speak. <laughs> yeah later today so uh, yeah, thank you yeah. so much and, and uh, maybe we'll catch up with you again in the future hey, thanks, okay Kevin. thank you thank sir. you so much thanks. and thank you to the listeners of animals voice uh hope you'll share this broadcast I, I don't think i need to bug you too much to do that we'll catch you next time thank you for joining us for another edition of animals voice podcast don't forget to check us out on facebook twitter and at our website ontariospca.ca animals voice podcast is a production of the ontario spca the Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animal's Voice.